Are you the kind of gal who isn't interested in living the status quo life, who wants to hear from other ladies that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga. Join me as I follow my curiosity around what living a successful life really means. Let's dive in. All right, guys. So I get a lot of my inspiration from my clients in the salon. And I was sharing with one of my clients, Kath, that I had been boarding the dog for part of the week when my husband travels. And she said, yeah, no, that makes sense. She said, it's called avoidable suffering. My husband's coined it. And I said, go on. What does this mean? And she said, yeah, there's a lot of times where people choose not to avoid suffering. He's like, there's a lot of avoidable suffering. My husband just says, he's like, you see it all the time. He's like, look at that over there, avoidable suffering. And I thought, I said to her in the moment, I go, you have inspired an episode. And it just made me wonder, you know, how often are we not choosing the path of least resistance and just gutting it out and doing things because we maybe have programming that says everything that's hard is worth it or nothing that's good comes easy. And I I was having kind of a similar conversation with one of my favorite clients who moved to Maine and she was back visiting and I was doing her 17-year-old daughter, or maybe she's 18, and her hair and I brought my little girl Birdie and we were just, it was just really cool because it's like, I'm getting to like do her and her baby's hair and my baby's there too. I know her baby's like a senior, but you get what I mean. And we were talking about how, you know, she was saying like, yeah, sometimes I wonder like, have like my daughters haven't had the same adversity that I had. And I just wonder sometimes because like think of all the, the wisdom I gained and, you know, we're just like talking about how like, you know, their path is so different than our paths. And I said, yeah, I don't know. I've kind of been into lately that my life could have been easier a lot sooner than it was, but that I tell myself the story that I only get the life that I have because of how much I've suffered and struggled. And I think that it's a way of justifying the way that I lived or justifying how hard I worked and saying like, no, because at the end of end of that difficult road, the light was, you know, like, look what I got for su- suffering and struggling. And I... I, I, when I, when I really was really honest with her and I said, no, I think my life could have been a lot better, a lot sooner. I think that I, and I didn't say it like this, but it's like, I think I, there was avoidable suffering and I think that I chose to suffer and on the other end of it, um, you know, I wasn't consciously doing this, don't get me wrong, but I just think it's an interesting concept in that I can't remember who it was. Maybe it's every like thought leader I follow right now says that we can learn through joy and we can learn through positive experiences and love. And I just kind of wonder if the whole idea of gridded out, you know, is kind of from the mindset of people that are trying to justify their experiences, <laughs> trying to justify some of the avoidable suffering. And I'm not saying all of it was avoidable. I'm not saying that some of the suffering didn't make me a bolder person, a softer, kinder person. And I'm not saying I would have necessarily changed it. But do I think that looking back, could things have been easier? Sure. Do I think that I could have 
not overextended myself in the salon like I was? And could I still have had an awesome clientele? And could I still have had like, you know, more energy for my life sooner? Yes, 100%. And I think it's hard to hear that. It's hard to take the responsibility and say that. Because if we say no, I mean, the crooked road is the one that built me. And it's not that it didn't. It's just the idea that there was a lot of avoidable suffering. And, you know, when I think about all the holidays past, I think about all the holidays in the salon where I talked about the Christmas tree I was going to go get, or I talked about the holiday, you know, extravaganza I was going to go to and how I actually had been saying no to all of those things because I was saying yes to too many people. That right there is avoidable suffering. Could I have just seen my seven or six clients in the salon, the three days, four days I was working and called it and then had energy outside of it for my own life? A hundred percent. But I chose to suffer. I chose the quick fix of making somebody else's day and the avoidable suffering that came later of exhaustion and just having to bow out of all the things that I legitimately was excited to do, that was avoidable. And I, I, I just think this idea of there's a lot that we do have a say in and there's a lot that's in our control. You know, even a couple of days ago, I hosted Thanksgiving and we did the turkeys. Well, we bought them and um, we did all the drinks and, you know, hosted at our house. And so it's like all the plates and the cups and the silverware and like just a lot of it was paper goods, um, not the most eco-conscious. So that's something to work on. But we did have reusable wine glasses that are plastic. And I'm like, I bet you could get cups like that. So I decided like, okay, earlier in October, I was like, I'm going to make sure I have all the paper goods I need. I'm going to make sure that I have everything that's like not a consumable, that's a consumable that's not going to perish. And then I said to my husband, like, let's get the drinks at Binnie's. Like, let's go a couple weeks before. So he he did that. We picked up the turkey the day before. And the day of Thanksgiving, I kid you not, I'm still under the weather a little bit from one of the many viruses I've gotten from my daughter. And I was able to run on my treadmill. I was able to just be zen in my house. I did, oh, we watched like a movie together. We all took a nap and everyone started coming over at 2.30 and I took Bubbles the dog on a walk and I got back as guests were already there. Um, and I was like, oh my God, like happy Thanksgiving. And I was in such a, a, a zen place and I was able to just be really present and to enjoy the point of the actual holiday, which is to just be grateful. And, you know, my sister-in-law had said to me like, oh, you were going to make corn casserole. Did you end up making that? And I said, you know what? I had thought about it and I thought about going to Mariano's and getting this stuff and it wouldn't have killed me, but I just actually chose to show up today in like a more beautiful state than, than make the corn casserole. And again, like that goes back to like that avoidable suffering. Like I feel like I would have made it. I would have, you know, fought through the crowds in the grocery store and I could have made it. It would have been going above and beyond. 
I mean, I probably would have been like pissed off if people didn't say to me like, we love your corn casserole. I'm like, you better love it. I went to, I went and fought everyone at the grocery store. I didn't do any of that. I'm like, that's such avoidable suffering. I committed to, you know, what I committed to. And that would have been going above and beyond. And I didn't feel like I was in a place mentally, physically, emotionally to do that. I decided to like, just kind of like rest up. And it was so cool because I just shared that. I said, yeah, I could have made it. And I decided just to show up in a better place. And everyone said, that's awesome. And I don't know. I just wonder how often are we trying to like, how often are we out kicking our coverage and then ending up resentful because people aren't saying, wow, now that's a corn casserole I love. And it's like, you know, I've been into this idea lately too of, are you really giving because you have no expectation and it's like joyful giving? Or are you giving with expectation? And if I would have made that corn casserole, I would have been giving with ex- expectation. <laughs> and I think it's just really healthy to acknowledge and to stop yourself before you do that, before you go down that road, because you know where it leads you? Unnecessary suffering. And I actually think there's so many, you know, hurts in my life and so many um, situations and relationships have, have gone awry because I have outkicked my coverage given beyond my comfort zone, given beyond what is pure and genuine and given with expectation and then found myself in this horrible spitting soup of unnecessary suffering. And it damages the relationship. It damages me because you don't feel good. And I'm going to circle back to Thanksgiving here on that same note because I guess it was the first time we've actually hosted Thanksgiving. I, we've had other family get-togethers like in our backyard. And everyone said, this has been such a nice night. And you know, the only thing I could think of was that it was all about the energy. It was all about the energy not being like anxious or angry or frustrated or over overcommitted. And the lack of unnecessary suffering involved in the entire holiday allowed for this really genuine, pure, light, just good vibe holiday. The best way to describe it. And I don't know, I guess for me, in my own life, I'm going to continue to look for ways to make my load lighter. And I'm going to continue to believe that it's not necessary to suffer because that is an old belief of mine. That is something that I think has held me back because, you know, even if I think about like the podcast, I've been doing it for three years now and, you know, doing the back end of it myself. And I recently in the last couple months have brought on a virtual assistant friend of mine who has taken everything off my plate aside from the, the actual creating of the podcast. And I think I thought like I should be able to do all of this and kind of going back to like what sparks the most joy in doing it, what allows me to want to keep doing it, it's the creating. It's not the uploading. It's not the email writing. It's not the summary, you know, 
copy that I write. It's not the Instagram posts that get made. All that back end stuff, I feel as though it's for me, it's like a means to an end to create the content and to be able to put it out there. So by taking that off my plate, which some would say was unnecessarily, I was unnecessarily suffering through, um, but believing that I should be able to do it, um, I handed all that off to Crystal and I've never looked back. And I'm able to take all that energy that was going into, honestly, not my zone of genius and uh, not something that I really enjoyed doing and be able to take that chunk of time, that chunk of energy and to just have that white page in my brain and to be able to just put that energy into like other things has been such a gift that I gave myself. And, you know, I think it's just, I think we need to look at these things in our lives that bog us down and the things in our life that we feel like we should be able to do, but maybe just they, they've become a, something we trudge through to get through to get done. And the idea that we can pass them off to someone that can joyfully do them in less time or boarding the dog, not making that additional dish at a holiday, not creating the copy for your podcast you've been doing for 186 episodes. Let it go and let someone else do it. Or maybe don't even just don't make the dish. I think that we don't realize that so much of the strain in our lives are coming from these little tasks or these little things we're doing. And it's unnecessary. And we are slowly, it's a little drip by drip by drip kind of suffering and trudging through and slugging it out. And I'm going to look for places in my life to not continue to do that. And that doesn't mean that I don't, you know, put in the time and doesn't mean don't give it give it a lot of energy and a lot of effort to get things going, get things moving and get that momentum. I just am choosing to believe for this next part of my life that it doesn't mean it's the only reason it's going to work is if it's hard. And I think that it's just a rewiring and a re re just conditioning of the fact that when we do things that light us up and we do things that are kind of in our zone of genius, they don't, they're not hard for us. And that doesn't mean they're not going to work. And it doesn't mean they're not successful. And it doesn't mean we don't need help in other areas. And I guess giving ourselves permission to get that help, permission to take things off our plate, either delegating them or saying like, I'm going to let that plate fall. Like, I don't need to make that dish. And you know what? Maybe making the corn casserole dish is an analogy that we all can apply to our lives for certain things that we're doing that just need to just not be, we don't need to pass them to anyone. We need to let them go. And I think it's sitting and sifting through and figuring out which is which. Is it something we need to give to someone else? Or is it something that we need to say like, it's not for me. I'm never going to be a cook. And like, if I was looking for something to kill time, corn casserole is a fun thing to make. It's a five ingredient dish. I'm not looking to kill time. I'm not looking to find a task. And no one's going to be mad at me. I didn't make it. Although one time in the salon, someone did get mad. I didn't make it when I brought corn. But that's a story for another day. I don't really believe in work potlucks. I'm going to leave it there. I just, I think in the salon, when you're already, you know, burning the candle at both ends of the holiday season, like I need to bring a corn casserole to the salon. Like I need a hole in the head. 
But like I said, it's a story for another time. I wish you a wave making day. And yeah, let's leave this uh, avoidable suffering and let's let's leave it at the door. Have a wave making day and I will talk to you guys next week.